There are many musical bells to mark this holiday season. Sleigh bells, jingle bells, ding-dong merrily on high bells. They are joyful and extroverted, taking us out into the world, often into the company of others, to the party at Farmer Gray's, for instance, where they'll all be singing the songs they love to sing without a single stop. That's one wonderful way to celebrate the holidays, dashing through the snow, laughing all the way as bells jingle, jingle, jingle. Of course, bells can set a different tone entirely, taking us within for quiet reflection. By the time the bells ring out at midnight on December 31st, welcoming 2022, Alan Baker will have helped us mark the holiday at both ends of the spectrum. He and the Choral Society of Northeast Pennsylvania just joined the Northeastern Pennsylvania Philharmonic for bold, bright concerts in a Santa's coming to town spirit. That was this past weekend. Now he is preparing to provide us with a performance where we can experience the quiet of the inner landscape as the lyric consort, the esteemed eight-voice a cappella ensemble, gathers to sing at St. Luke's Episcopal Church in downtown Scranton this Saturday evening at 8 o'clock. Dr. Alan Baker is artistic director of the lyric consort and a tenor with the group. He and Lyric usually present an all-is-calm, all-is-bright type of program in December. It's, it's kind of a foil to the big Christmas concerts like the Philharmonic and how fun that was last weekend. But, you know, loud, flashy, very celebratory and lots of applause and stuff like that. And that that's a great part of Christmas, but lots of, lots of people do those kinds of concerts and... Um, Christmas is multifaceted. There's certainly room for that and for the pulling out of the old traditional carols and things like we, you know, get tired of those and the feasting, the celebrating and all of that. But it's also, you know, it's the end of the year. Uh, it's the darkest time of the year. It's cold. I, I think there's a, I always like to have just some, some introspective kind of quiet personal kind of moments. And that's usually, we try to fit that into this, this concert. And that's, the story this year with the first half of the program. This is the first Lyric Concert Christmas since our very first one many years ago, too many years ago, back in this little Baptist church, you know, with like 20 people there or something like that. That was just called a Lyric Concert Christmas. Ever since then, it's always had some kind of a subtitle, There Is No Rose, Vanita, something like that. And that's kind of grouped everything together, but there is no subtitle this year because it really is just, you know, it's a little of this, a little of that. Before we get to the music, Alan, you choose to set the stage physically also to coincide with that mood that you're creating. Yes, we usually are able to kind of turn the lights down a little bit. Some candles, St. Luke's, the venue is beautiful white marble. It's a, you know, it's a lovely, it's a lovely building, lovely acoustic, but also just a, a lovely visual well, then how do you begin to draw us into this experience you'd like us to have? Well, maybe I'll say a little bit about the, the second half first. We're not having a reception. We're masked. Everyone that's coming asks you to wear masks. So no reception. So we're going to close with music about eating and drinking. 
So it's kind of a musical reception. Things like the William Walton, Little Carol, What Cheer, Boar's Head Carol, the Vaughn Williams Wassail song, which isn't really about going out and singing to the trees so they'll have a good harvest next year. This is one where drunken people, revelers, show up at your front door demanding demanding that you fill up their fill up their cup, that type of wassailing. And an, an interesting piece, it's called Hey, Now is Joel. It's an old English text from around the year 1500, something like that. It's, but it's very funny. It's like, well, if you can't get with it, if, if, if you're kind of like a wet noodle, we're just going to toss you in a ditch until you, until you dry out and, <laughs> and join, the, join the festivities. So, so some, some songs about feasting and, and merriment and, and drinking. Before that, some, some jazz-tinged songs of Christmas, like In the Bleak Midwinter, uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas, the, you know, the famous Charlie Brown, Christmas Time is Here. And a, a Pierre Vallette piece called the Hymn to the Virgin, mid 20th century French composer, a lot of kind of cushy jazz, you know, soft, soft sounds. So that's the second half, and you can clap after every piece and that kind of thing. And uh, but the first half, we're we're going to ask for no applause from from start to finish. So something. Um, my friend Stephen Thomas and I used to kind of talk about was, you know, you, you do these concerts, but you do these very short little pieces and people are always kind of clapping. And in some ways it's hard to create the mood or you're stopping to blow a pitch pipe. And so we, <laughs> we used to think about trying to do a concert where you just came out and started singing and you didn't stop. You know, there was no clapping. There was no stopping to get a pitch. And that's that's what we're shooting for this time. So it's about 35 minutes of just music and just, just an immersion into just a lot of little vignettes, different different parts of the Christmas story, not in any kind of a, a narrative order, but we'll start with the Advent chant, Gregorian chant, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel happening kind of at the same time from different places in the church with the Odie Christus that most people know I think maybe as the processional recessional to the Britain ceremony carols but it's a Christmas day chant so you have the you have the advent and you have the Christmas and they're really in two different modes you got the Dorian and the Lydian mode kind of hanging in the air (laughs) at the same time and we're going to do some other chant as well. And we're bringing handbells so we can just put some different sounds into into the air. So we'll also be chanting the complete Te Deum at the end as kind of a recessional as we move through the room. Um, Ave Maria. So some chant, but then also some, some Renaissance music. Uh, a few 20th century, I guess you'd be calling them anthems. Some colonial music, some William Billings. And also uh, an Appalachian carol. What would that be? It's called Gentle Stranger. It's not a well-known, not a well-known carol at all. But both the colonial and the Appalachian music kind of actually tie in well with medieval music, especially because there's this kind of a kind of a hollowness to them. I mean, technically, there's not a lot of thirds and sixths. This is kind of open kind of intervals, so they kind of share the same sound world and being from different times and, and places. A Dale Warland setting of the Coventry Carol, which is about, you know, the slaughter of the innocents. It's a, it's a lullaby, but it's, it's kind of a poignant text. And the Corpus Christi Carol is a setting, well, maybe people know it as Down in Yon Forest. It's, it's maybe an Easter carol, but it's been kind of Christmasified. That's not a word, but... So we're doing a setting of that. It's a very interesting 
enigmatic carol. It's the only piece I know by John Garish from the 1950s. I don't know. I've carried this piece around for years. I don't even remember how I came to own it, but it's in the box of Christmas music. And every year I kind of look at it and think, how do I, I don't know how to use that piece, but that's something very, I think is, is going to be a, a nice part of the concert. It's from the, uh, the serum tradition. It was, it was described that at the matins on Christmas day, that there would be this verse chanted and then these five choir boys would stand in the five arches and sing the Gloria in excelsis Deo. Now we don't, we only have four sopranos and altos and we don't have arches, but we have a high altar at St. Luke's. And so they'll be up there amid the Christmas trees that I think the decor is coming in and singing this really beautiful, high arching, uh, typical kind of English early Renaissance polyphony. And you are taking into account in this program the space you're in. Yeah, yeah, we'll be singing from different... Normally, we would just kind of stand in front of you and and sing, but we're going to kind of be on the sides and behind you and kind of moving around with these handbells to kind of create that special, special sound world. When you're talking, I can look over and see the music you've brought, and some of the things are in the bleak midwinter, for example, and the wassail song. This is the kind of program that shows the importance of the arranger because you can do in the bleak midwinter not in a jazzy way or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's lots of variation depending on what arrangement you choose. Right. That's part of the handbells is to just, in a way, it's kind of arranging the Gregorian chant. We're so used to harmony and I think we, uh, we want it. That's a way of kind of kind of giving some harmony without really giving it is to just put these handbells in the air. We're doing a, a piece. Oh, it's probably from around the year 1500. It's just a, it's not a chant. It's just a, a melody of the, well, the Angelus ad Virginum. It got translated into English various times. It's kind of a, an annunciation story about Gabriel coming to the the Virgin Mary, but there's this, it's really a, a beautiful little English single voice, you know, no harmony tune that's attached to this. And so we're taking that and we can put some handbells in there. We can, we can drone a little bit, you know, since the, the men don't have anything else to do, we can always just, you know, drone. And then in the middle, we can take a verse and, and treat it in the the English Faubourden style, or the you know, the continental, it was called Faubourden, but it was a kind of a way of creating a, it was a way of making parallel organum originally, but filled with thirds and sixths rather than, than fifths. It's, a, it's kind of a quintessential late medieval, early Renaissance sound. So we can, we can play with that as well. We don't have any instruments, but we have some bells and we have some droning and we can make it work. I think that's a pretty good description of what you're in for. But yeah, you know, if, you've, if you're feeling stressed or the hustle and bustle of all, you know, just the craziness and busyness of all this time of year, if you would like to come and just kind of sit in a not too bright, not too crowded space and hear some beautiful music kind of wafting around that's going to conjure up a, you know, a variety of images of the, the season and, and kind of the, you know, the pre and the post Christmas is, it's, it's just part of, you know, a longer a longer story um, and so some music that you know, can touch on the other aspects of that story and then to you know fire all the lights up after a while and uh, sing about eating and drinking 
Dr. Alan Baker, Artistic Director of the Lyric Consort and a tenor with the group, speaking about a Lyric Consort Christmas this Saturday evening, December 18th at 8 p.m. at St. Luke's Episcopal Church, Wyoming Avenue in Scranton. For more information on the web, lyricconsort.com, lyricconsort.com. Music of the Middle Ages and Renaissance, the sound of handbells, American music of the colonies in Appalachia, some jazz-tinged selections and songs of wassailing, feasting, and good cheer. <laughs>